Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord, only you can steal. Thank you, Jesus. My soul thirsts this morning, Lord. I have come into your presence one more time, Lord, to bless and to magnify your name. Thank you, Lord, for the, your grace this morning. Thank you for the privilege, Lord, to call you Father, for the privilege to enter your gates with thanksgiving and to come into your courts with praises. Thank you because you are the covenant-keeping God. Scripture says that you will never break your covenant. Lord, you watch over your words so that you will perform them. So, Lord, be glorified this morning. In the precious name of Jesus, you are Jehovah, you are Yahweh, and there is none like you. So we can praise you this morning, knowing that we are worshipping the Lord of glory, the King of kings, the Lord of hosts, the Lord of heaven's armies. Be glorified forevermore in the precious name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for the gift of being your children. Thank you, Father, for the gift of Jesus Christ. We give you all the praise in Jesus' precious name. As we come this morning, Lord, to read your word again, Lord, to learn in your presence and be blessed, we ask, Lord, speak to us once again. Help us, Lord, to gain wisdom in your presence and cause your name alone to be glorified. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. All right, let me say a big welcome. A big welcome to everyone joining in to devotion this morning. I am Morphe Eyenike. All right, today we conclude. We conclude our short study on the spiritual gifts. I hope you have been blessed like I have been. Yes, I have been so blessed. I've received so many, so many uh, commendations. You know, a lot of people told me they've learned, they've learned so much. So continue to listen, listen to the, uh, to the series again and again and be blessed. And I'm telling you, as you learn, I, I trust God. I trust God. You really, I trust God that the spiritual gift we find by far more ex- expression in our midst in Jesus' name. So what I'll do today is to just round this up. How do I get the spiritual gift to be at work in my life? Yes, how do I get it to be at work in my life? But before we take that, we'll just take one or two instances, okay? Um, One or two instances when things happened in the Bible and ask ourselves, what were the spiritual gifts in operation at those times, okay? Just to be sure that we've learned we've learned um we've learned um what the spiritual gifts are about first of all a roundup we've discussed the nine spiritual gifts of the holy spirit yes and then we divided them into into three groups okay the nine gifts of the holy spirit are divided into a three separate group we call them the revelational gifts the power gifts and the all trans or the inspirational gifts under the revelational gifts uh, we had three there we discussed 
we called the gift of the word of wisdom, the gift of the word of knowledge, and the discerning or the discernment of spirits. Under the power gifts, we discussed three again here. We've mentioned the gift of the gift of faith, the working of miracles, and the gifts of healing. And then under the inspirational gifts or the utterance gifts, we discussed uh, the gift of prophecy, the gift of uh, speaking in diverse kinds of tongues, and then the gift of the interpretation of tongues. Okay, so we discussed uh, several things while each gift operates in different ways. Uh, the gift of the word of wisdom, for example, reveals their revelational gifts. So it reveals to us what God wants to do in a particular situation that is still ahead, has not happened. The gift of the word of knowledge, okay, reveals to us what God has done in a situation that has already occurred. Uh, the gift of the discernment of spirit just helps us understand, know uh, the particular spirit that is at work in a given situation, whether it is divinely sourced, whether it is demonically sourced, or whether it is human. Okay, this might just be two human beings doing something, and that is perfectly fine also. Yes, okay, so the power gifts, we said the, the gift of faith, or if you want to call it special faith, enables us to be able to believe God and in that God will prove himself in a ministry situation, okay? So and we differentiated that from just the general faith everyone has. This one is a gift. Yes, it is the gift of faith that God will prove himself in a ministry situation. We said the gift of the working of miracles, okay? Um, when this gift it has work, you know, we are able to believe God even opposite to natural laws. So these are miracles, I'm sure. So it's called the gift of the working of miracles. So it's working of miracles where you have to turn water into wine. Believe God that water will turn to wine. That is working of miracles. If you have to walk on water, that is working of that's the gift of the working of miracles. We differentiated that from the gifts of healing. That we said was more to bring in healing okay to those who who were sick and we said there were different gifts in inside the gifts of healing in that um you can be healing the spirit you can be healing the soul or you could be healing the body and lastly we discussed the inspirational gifts the gift of prophecy okay which helps us to be able to give or pass on a message to someone okay and it brings them yes we said it will strengthen them it will build them up and then we had diverse kinds of tongue yes the gift of prophecy will always be in the language of the hearer we said diverse tongue is different okay it is uh, passing on a message it is always for the purpose of passing on a message not just speaking in tongues it will be passing on a message but when it comes to the hearer it will edify them yes it will edify them and and then of course when it is interpreted it will edify them it would it will strengthen them it will build them up and then of course uh lastly the interpretation of the gift of the interpretation of tongues helps us to be able to interpret uh when a song a mess a, a message is given it can be in an angelic tongue it can be in just in a specific tongue but we are able to interpret it even though we have not learned that language okay so that's just a short paraphrase 
of the nine gifts of the Holy Spirit. I pray for you that as you desire these gifts, as you go out, just like the disciples did in Mark chapter 16, they went, and as they went, the Bible says the Lord went with them, you know, confirming their words with signs and wonders. I pray that you will see signs and wonders in the mighty name of Jesus. Okay, so, particular gifts we, we have seen, okay, so uh, we've tried to uh, give quite a lot of examples, you know, so that we can understand what gift is needed in a particular ministry situation. We've said, for example, when Jesus, you know, raised uh, the, the child of the son of that, of that, of that widow, yes, when Jesus raised the son of that widow, Okay, the widow of Nain, and you know they were they were walking out of the city with that procession, you know, and Jesus's procession was coming. Everybody was rejoicing, you know, and Jesus raised that boy up. What gift had to be in operation? Okay, what do you think? What gift had to be in operation? Um, surely, okay, I've said the gift of faith has to be there. For Jesus to tell the boy to stand up, that God will prove himself in this ministry situation. Okay, the gift of faith, a power gift will have to be in operation. I have also said that, look, when it comes to raising the dead, it will have to go beyond the gift of faith. Because the gift of faith will help you receive the person back. Yes, the person will come back. But obviously... I would think that the person will come back in the state the person was was before the person left. And that is why the gifts of healing has to be in operation. So you're not just raising this person back to death and you see it again and again, you know, um, a few times that this happened. So take the, the case of the 10 lepers that came to Jesus. So when they came to Jesus and Jesus told them, that they should go and show themselves, you know, to the priest. And as they were going, the Bible says that they were healed. They were healed. Okay? So, that means that the gifts of healing worked. So, they were healed. But it means that when you look at their hands, eh? when you look at their hands, the leprosy was gone. Their skin was no longer, most likely was no longer white, the way a leper's skin would be. It was gone. But only two returned. And when they returned, they were shouting and praising, praising God. And as they returned, Jesus said, ah, Did I not heal ten? How come only this Samaritan returned to give, to give glory to God? And then Jesus told him to go. And that his healing was, was, was fully restored. So what would have differentiated him and the other people? They were healed. But not just the gift of healing. The gift of healing already worked in his case. So what would have happened to him was what happened to Nehemiah when Elisha told him to go and wash in the Jordan. Yes, the Bible says that his skin, his skin was restored. That is beyond, this is, that's not just the gift of healing. That is a miracle. Yes. It is the working of miracles. Okay? So you see that many instances in the Bible, you had a combination of the gifts working. You had a combination of the gifts working. And that is very that is very practical. That is that is very, very normal. Okay? So for that 
boy, that son of the, of the widow of Nain, it would have meant Jesus would have had to believe God, that God would prove himself in that ministry situation. The gift of faith would have worked and then healing would have to have been there to heal him of whatever it was that killed him in the first place. If not, he could have come back to life and then he would have still be, maybe be sick if he had maybe a terminal illness. He could, he could still have had that sickness. Okay, so that that is that um let's pick one let's pick another one let me think of one special one special uh time in the bible one that we have not confronted before okay so we have talked about um many times we've talked about um instances where did jesus confronted nature for example okay so jesus walked on water many times uh, Jesus um, spoke to the sea and it was still, okay? So again, you would think that these are power gifts, right? Uh, these are power gifts in that Jesus is doing is doing something to, to, to be able to tell storm, sun, be still. We said, look, that has to be the gift of faith. To be able to speak, to, to be able to speak to storm, to the storm and tell it be still that has to take the gift of faith. Okay? That has to also take the gift of faith. Again, that can be possibly be a combination, but that has to be to take the gift, the gift of faith. Alright, so just continue to look at instances in the Bible and I think it will help you in your personal life. Yes, it will help you in your personal life as you seek to minister uh, you, are, you are trying to minister to a little child. Okay, you know what is going on. Uh, many of us do counseling and you're speaking to a family and you are hearing their situation in your heart. You know, the Holy Spirit will already have been telling you now that you know. The Holy Spirit would have already been telling you that this is the gift that needs to be in oppression. And of course, as you are praying, you are trusting God also for that gift to be in oppression because that is how it works. All right. So how do I get these gifts to work in my life? How do I activate this gift to work in my life? Okay, so let's go back and read our anchor text when we began all of this study. 1 Corinthians chapter 12. 1 Corinthians chapter 12. We'll read from verse 1 to 7. It says, Now, dear brothers and sisters, Regarding uh, your regarding your question about the special abilities the Spirit gives us, I don't want you to misunderstand this. So I am sure that most of us will not misunderstand this anymore. As you listen to the lessons again and again, uh, you will not misunderstand these things. It says, you know that when you were still pagans, you were led astray and swept along in worshipping speechless idols. So I want you to know that no one speaking by the Spirit of God will curse Jesus. And no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. There are different kinds of spiritual gifts, but the same Spirit is, is the source of them all. So we must never forget these basics. The Holy Spirit is the source of all the spiritual gifts. Okay, it is as we are submitted to the Holy Spirit that will enjoy the manifestation of these gifts in our lives. For this gift to be at work in you, you must have the Holy Spirit. You must be baptized in the Holy Spirit. 
So we will look at how the disciples got this gift to be to be activated in them, and then we'll see we'll look at Jesus's own too. Okay, so there are different kinds of gifts, but the same and the same spirit, the Holy Spirit, is the source of them all. And that is why if you want the gift to be at work in your life, you want to enjoy them, you have to have a really a good relationship with the Holy Spirit. That was what Jesus also had. He had a relationship with a good relationship with the Holy Spirit and with his father. Jesus would tell us that whatever he saw the father do, that is exactly what he will do. Okay? So you must have a good relationship with the Holy Spirit. Fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Okay? So yes, you will be in a ministry situation, but I'm telling you, it's going to be amazing when you're about to pray for someone and it is the Holy Spirit telling you to pray for them. When you're about to pray for someone and you you can literally feel the compassion of Jesus in your heart, you know, to pray for them, you will see the power of God move. I'm telling you. Okay? So verse 4, it's the same Spirit, it's the source of them all. Since there are different kinds of service but we serve the same Lord. God works in different ways, but it is the same God who works, uh, who does the work in all of us. It is God who does the work. We don't do it ourselves. God does them. However, verse, verse 7 says, a spiritual gift is given. Did you hear that? It is given. It is a gift. It is given. You don't own it. Eh? It is not that, ah, I know myself. This is the gift that I have. You might be, you know, uh, in a sense you are correct, but in a sense you are also not correct. The gift is given to you, okay, for you to minister. The one who gave it can collect it anytime. Even though we know that the gifts and the calling of God are without repentance, okay, but God honors the humble every time. Okay, so be uh, work with this mindset. The spiritual gift is given to each of us so we can help each other. <laughs> so the gifts are given, the purpose for giving the gifts to us is so that we can help each other. I like the way another version, the old, earlier versions put it. It says the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the profit of all. In other words, if you want to see the gifts activated in your life, you need to be in the interest of all. You have to be seven. Yes, you have to be seven. And so we'll look at Jesus' life. So Jesus, the boy, Jesus, the young man, would have been a, would have been an exceptional person. Okay? would have been an exceptional person. But we didn't see these gifts, these nine gifts at work in his life. Jesus had the nine, yes, the only one in the Bible, who had the nine gifts at work in his life, okay, was Jesus. Jesus didn't have this nine gift at work in his life until it was time for his ministry to start, okay? So remember that Jesus would have been, obviously, would have been, would have had the spirit however in terms of a re- the relationship or the the spirit to do the work of ministry uh, jesus didn't have if john the baptist was filled with the spirit right from the from the womb <laughs> just by 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 meeting with with jesus you can be sure that jesus obviously 
had the spirit in terms of forming a relationship with God, knowing God as his father, and that was fine. But in terms of his relationship with God for ministry, that did not happen until when he was 33 years old. And then when he was 33, the Bible says, Acts chapter 10, verse 8, How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. And Jesus went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. As soon as Jesus was anointed this way, he went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. New Living Translation says, And you know that God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. Then Jesus went around doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. Why was Jesus able to begin to do this, begin to cast out demons, begin to heal people? It was because he now had these nine spiritual gifts at work in his life, which came as a result of his anointing with the Holy Spirit. So, I say very, very, very clear. So, you can pick a few things out of Jesus. When Jesus was about to do ministry, then the anointing was necessary. The reason why we receive the anointing is to do the work of ministry. When Jesus told them, the Bible says that he gave them power, okay, to cast out demons. And then they went out. When they went out, when the disciples went out, they said when they returned that, ah, master, the demons submitted to us, okay? They saw raw power. And of course, they, that was just a taste of what was to come. They saw raw power. They were able to cast out demons. They were able to they were able to heal the sick. They were even able to open blind eyes. Luke chapter ten says the Lord now chose seventy two other disciples and sent them ahead in pairs of to all the towns and places he planned he planned to visit. Okay, there he, he instructed them. Before this one happened, okay, he had already sent out the 12. And the 12 also went out. When they went out, I'm telling you, they saw, they saw, they saw signs and wonders. It was, it was wonderful. They saw signs and wonders. In other words, the spiritual gift was at work in their lives. You find the same thing in Mark, in Mark chapter 6, Mark chapter 6 verse 7. Okay, so... The spiritual gifts work in us when we begin the work, when we are doing the work of ministry. Okay? So you want to activate the gifts in your life. It must be for the purpose of ministry. Simple. If your intention is to sit down at home, like most of us enjoy doing, if your intention is to just sit on the pew, like most of us like doing in church, then you don't need these spiritual gifts. Okay? So, I could be teaching about prayer and fasting and there's a, there's a, there's a place for that. Yes, there's a place for that because uh, there was one time that the disciples were kind trying to cast out a demon and Jesus told them that this one does not go out except by prayer and fasting. So, there's a place for that. There's a, there's a place for, you know, for prayer. Okay? When they prayed, the Bible says the place where they were was shaking. You know, so there's a place for that. There's a place of worshiping God and all of that. But the number one key is that desire to want to serve. Eh? 
Jesus told them, wait in Jerusalem until you are endued with power. Why? So that they can be superstars? No. So that they can be his witnesses. He said that you will take this message. It will, you will preach it to the whole of Jerusalem in Samaria. And then you will take, you will take it to Judea and then to the uttermost part of the head. So you want to see the gifts activated in your life. My number one, you know, um, indices I say you need is love. It's love. That was what happened to Jesus. When God so loved us so much, sent Jesus, Jesus loved us so much, was willing to die for us, came into this world. Uh, the gift, he was anointed with the Holy Spirit. When you make up your mind that from today, Father, when I see a ministry situation, Lord, whether it's a, it's a ministry situation where the utterance gift needs to happen, Father, I'm going to trust you for it. Lord, when I see a family, as someone suffering, the devil is battering them. Ah, Lord, I have the power, the power gifts, or I have the gifts that that do something. I or I can trust you for the gifts that do something. So, Lord, in this situation, Lord, move. When you begin to think like that, I'm telling you, you will begin to see the power gifts. You will begin to see the the gifts of the Holy Spirit at work in your life. It's as simple as that. You will see the gift at work in your life. Once it was said about Jesus that he saw the people and he had compassion on, on them and he healed all of them. I'm telling you, he healed all of them, healed them of whatever it is that, that, that they had. So the number one, you know, you, if you don't have compassion, you don't need the spiritual gift. The Holy Spirit will not even give it to you. Okay. So number one indices that you need here. Is love, is service. I want to serve God. I want to serve God. Okay? So, like I said, prayer and fasting is very important. For example, when we read Acts chapter 13, the Bible says, Among the prophets and teachers of the church at, at Antioch of Syria, where Barnabas Simeon called the black man Lucius from Cyrene, um, Manaean, the childhood companion of King Herod Antipas, and Saul, one day as the, as the men were worshipping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, Appoint Paul and Barnabas for the, for the special work for which I have called them to. So the Holy Spirit revealed something that it was, was still in the future. Okay? So the word of wisdom. Okay? So, but it was, they were praying. It says, so after more prayer and fasting, they were praying and fasting. So there's a place of, for prayer and fasting, and I'm not going to take that away. There's a place of worshiping God. I'm not going to take that away. You, as a, you must have a relationship with God. Yes, you must be able to pray, talk to God every day. Not just um, for the purpose of doing something. Talk to God every day. Know your Father. He will talk to you. I'm telling you, He will talk to you. You will have a relationship with Him. He will be able to talk to you about, about the everyday things in your life. God wants that kind of relationship with you. That's the whole purpose for which Jesus came. So that God can have a relationship with you. So worship God in spirit and in truth. Okay? And then do, do, do service. Lay your hands on people. Not suddenly on anyone. You get to a, a ministry situation. You see uh, something happening there. To pray about it, Lord. I want, I want, I want to see these people healed. 
the Holy Spirit will talk to you. And as you lay your hands on someone, as you render service to someone, I'm telling you, you will see the, the power of God. You will see the spiritual gifts. They will be at work in your life. Every time that I have seen the gift work, it has worked in my personal life. Oh, don't don't, don't uh, mistake that. I have seen the word of wisdom work in my personal life many times. I have known things that I shouldn't know that were still in the future. What I was supposed to do at a particular at a particular at, at a particular instance many times. But the most times where I have seen the spiritual gifts in operation was when I was trying to minister. Yes, when I was trying to, 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 to see someone healed of an ailment that they have. When I, was, when I had compassion on someone, you know, and praying that God would, would take away this pain in their lives, I saw the power of God move. Now I'm praying for you today too. You will see the power of God move in your life in the mighty name of Jesus. Remember, the manifestation of the Spirit will be given to you for the profit of all. So I want us to pray this morning as we go. Father, I want to see the manifestation of the Spirit in my life. So Lord, I am praying today as I step out of a devotion today. Lord, as I finish listening to this, Lord, help me to continue to build my relationship with you. Help me to spend time in prayers in your presence. But more than that, Lord, Help me to be your hand. Help me to be your eyes. In the name of Jesus, help me, Lord, to reach out, to be a blessing, just like you used Jesus. The Bible says he went out doing good. Help me to do good in my generation. Will you say that prayer for yourself? In the name of Jesus, Lord, use us to change this world. Use us to heal the sick to raise the dead, to cleanse the leper. Father, use us in the name of Jesus. Make that your prayer this morning. Make that the commitment and the test of your heart in the mighty name of Jesus. As this gift work in our lives, Father, we will not be selfish. Ah, Father, there will be healing for a family in the name of Jesus. Lord, the yoke of Satan will be broken over someone. As we go forth today, ah, we pray the spiritual gifts, these nine gifts will be at work in our lives. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray for your people. Lord, as they step out, Lord, go with them. Lord, as they stretch their own hands, let your hands be upon their hands. Heal the sick, raise the dead, open the eyes of the blind, but let your name alone be glorified. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. All right. Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you. Enjoy your day.